Hello and welcome to Thinking Out Loud. Well, it's 2024. We made it to the new year. And, you know, I got to thinking this week as we celebrated the new year. Everybody was talking about what their New Year's resolution is going to be. And I was like, I'm sorry. I no longer believe in setting a goal like a New Year's resolution that can be somewhat unattainable. But also, why do we do it just because it's New Year's? Like, I think the idea is to obviously put everything in the past behind us. It's a fresh start. We can change and set a goal, call it a resolution, and away we go. But I think we should always be trying to be doing better than we did last time. So this year, you should just look at the whole year and say, I'm going to improve on certain places, certain areas that I can. Not necessarily call it a New Year's resolution, and not set a goal that's too hard to obtain. Um, I'm a person who knows a little bit about making a change, setting a goal. I've been through what they call bariatric surgery. I didn't do it at a new year. I did it in the middle, almost in the fall, I guess. And I just went into it that I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to every month try and do better, follow the program, and improve my progress. And that that's really what happened. And uh, I reached to not necessarily a goal, but I reached to a point that I was very uh, happy with the success and I've managed to maintain that. And it's it's not so much setting a resolution as just changing the processes and opting to be better than you were before. And that's basically what I think. Instead of a New Year's resolution, look at the year and say, what are the areas I can improve on? And then go off and do that. <clears throat> and you know what? If you don't get there, it's fine, but at least you went through the thought process of it. And I think that's the important thing. Um, one of the things I thought about this year was I was going to improve this podcast. And I, you know, I figured out that one thing I needed to do was probably invest in some equipment. So if you think the sound is better or the quality of the recording is better, it's because I went out and bought a microphone and some editing equipment and so now hopefully when I produce the podcast it's much clearer there's less background noise and you can hear me far better than you may have before and it does make a difference to me because here I am sitting in my room doing the podcast with the new microphone and the headset and everything else I just find it's it's just so much clearer and again it's not a resolution it's just an idea of improving upon you know what I started and I think that's what we got to do every year. Look at, you know, it's because of that time we marked the transition from the previous year to the new year. Have a look at what went on and say, where are the areas I can improve upon and go out and give it your best shot. And that's, that's so much better than putting any kind of pressure on you, making unrealistic. There's been weight loss, quit smoking, drink less, be a better, this do a better, that, you know? Yeah. All those things are something that probably could just be worked on month to month. And, uh, you know, and if that's not the area that you really want to focus on right now, then just pick one thing or whatever it is. But don't add the pressure of saying it's a New Year's resolution and making it kind of a big public deal. I would say just quietly to yourself, say, this is what I'm going to do. And then go straight forward at that and see how it goes. So another part 
of the change from one year to another is your business or where you work. One of the two things. And what I find interesting is every January, companies, again, they look back at the previous year and they think to themselves, okay, what are we going to improve upon? What are we going to do? Some companies look at their revenue and raise their prices. Other companies look at their processes and see how they can improve upon them. And it's all part of business and it's all part of successful businesses. And that's something that's always fascinated me, businesses and and how they improve. And even when they raise their prices, prices, what do they do? How do they justify it? Like you just can't say, well, we arbitrarily raise them. I get that, that annually costs increase. So if costs increase, so do the costs of the, what you charge has to increase. But do they look at it and say, we're going to raise the prices, but we're also going to improve the service and that sort of thing. So I think when you're out dealing with companies, you need to look at the company that not only raises its prices, but somehow improves its service or makes some kind of offering that way. And what I also find incredibly valuable is there are so many people that work for companies now, whether it's the staff or it's just the other people in general that are there that have been there a while. They're a valuable asset that the firm needs to sort of sit down and, and and have this conversation with not just management, but some of the employees as well, because they have a very good idea of what's going on at the front line of the company. And they know the customers and they know what the customers are asking for. And some of them even know what the customers are buying. So talk to them and find out what they want to deal with and then or what they want to improve or what the ideas they have but then go to the most experienced people and sit down with them because <clears throat> two things i find that the experienced people know what didn't work which is valuable for a company to know what happened what what did people dislike well, what did we do that didn't work and just hear them out and then turn around and say okay what did we not do that you think we should do? And that becomes a big part of the change year to year. And this is the type of year, this is the time of year when that's done. I think that there's a lot of people and as businesses see their employees aging out and leaving, they need to sit down with them and they're the ones that will help them improve their business. The The, the loyal employees that have been there a while are probably the ones that really have a passion for what the business is or what the service is and they they have experience and knowledge that you need to tap into and so i think that when you're going to do a change of prices or a change of what you do or do that examination of your company at the beginning of the year just don't sit there with the managers and have that conversation sit there with the staff and have that conversation Give them input. It They'll also, immediately, you'll have employee buy-in to the idea if it comes from them. Now, I accept the reverse of that is, if there's something that they desperately want, but it's just not in the cards, it's not feasible financially, or it's not feasible because of human resources, it's very, very hard to tell them no, because as we know, none of us like to hear no, and it seems like, oh, I had an idea and you just shot it down. So if there's something you can't do, you need to be very clear as to why and how come. If it's financial, if it's a resource reason, 
Maybe it's an infringement on a product that you make or something like that. But explain to the employee or the group of employees what's holding you up. And again, they may have a, a, a way to execute it that doesn't cause, cost a lot of money, doesn't cause the infringement. Or maybe there's a group that want to go off and try something. It's not going to cost you a lot of money. So give it a shot. You have no idea. That's like research and development. You have no idea what's going to come from that. So I think that's pretty important. I think that's pretty cool. There's a certain segment of your employees who don't like change, who just say, no, leave it alone. It's fine. Like, don't even raise the prices because they have a hard time, you know, justifying it or explaining it or whatever. And those are objections that have to be overcome as well. And sometimes instead of the managers being the constant, well, you have to face the change and you have to do this, you, you let the ones that are willing to make the change and and see it happen work with the ones who are opposed to it and see if you can put what we often call the negative person in the group with the positive people because the negative objections sometimes are very important to hear as well put them there and sometimes the positives will over overcome the negative or the the combination of the two actually come up with a great solution so I think that's an important thing to do and try and that's all part of what goes on in a company at this time of year so the other big thing that happens at this time of year I find in a lot of businesses is the employee review and it's funny I've come full circle I started off as an employee for about 20 years I was the manager in in, a, in funeral homes but so I managed people and now I'm not a manager, I'm an employee. <clears throat> so it's kind of like coming full circle. And one thing that I realized that often January is also the time of the employee review. And that's like you look back at the year and you do the what can be improved or whatever. And managers have a really hard time with this. At least most of the ones I know always did. Because you're working with a group of people who are all developing differently it's it's not like everybody's going at the same pace in the same direction all the time and you know that it's you think well that'd be really easy to manage just point the way but it doesn't work that way and so as a manager you're juggling everybody's different development level and everything that's unique about them and the more people you have to manage the greater that challenge is and one of the things I find is a lot of managers get accused of being, you know, not nice. And because, you know, you have to be tough. And I don't mean you have to be mean, but you have to be tough. And your job is to make sure that, you know, things are followed, processes are followed, rules are followed. And there's a difference between uh, being hard and difficult and being tough and great explanation for that is glass is tough it's in windshields it's in a lot of things but if you mistreat it or you push it too far it, it'll blow apart but leather leather's tough and so I think managers have to learn to be tough and not be too hard be flexible because everybody's developing at a different rate and there's more success when you work to each person's level of where they're at and where you're getting them to go. 
And I also find that there's people, when they work together, when they're at different levels, there's a lot of internal struggle. And I think part of our job as a manager is to also manage that that difference and maybe to explain to each person that, no, no, so-and-so is doing great and they're on the right path and this is where I want them to be or they're right where I expect them to be. And, you know, that's that's very important to manage the group of people. And, like, for me, I, I came into this business that, that I'm in I didn't know much about it, but I, I grew up in it and learned along the way. I made lots of mistakes. I had great people under who managed me, who I worked under. And um, one thing for sure is I don't have a lot of pay stubs from back in the early days of my career. But you know what I do have? I do have notes, and I do have letters that were given to me at reviews, and I've kept them. And some of them told me about the great job I was doing and how I'd improved over the year and how pleased they are with me with that. And that was great. That actually helped me continue to move forward. And some tell me, some are a little more critical, and they tell me that, you know, you could have been better here and you should have done better there. And believe it or not, I've kept both. And I think it's important. It was important for me to keep them because they were encouraging and in each way and I worked for managers who were very tough and I think that was good Um, I can't say that I ever worked for somebody that wasn't very nice they were all very nice but in in the business I'm in it's important to be nice because every day we see somebody we meet somebody probably for the first time we're making a first impression every day and you sort of have to be nice being nice and being tough they can be done together so that's a thing that I look at this time of year as well that that review that employee review and I'd love to see managers sit down with people and help them with their development more than be critical of what went wrong talk about what went right and talk about the strengths the where they have improved on things and you know that that's really what I'm getting at here is just look back and be better going forward and the same thing for yourself don't make some unrealistic New Year's resolution just say hey I'm going to improve on this I think for companies I think it's great to sit down look at all your processes and pricing and services and whether it's merchandise, supply, service, product, what are we going to improve upon? And when employees and managers sit down with their staff and their team, I think the greatest thing you can do is sit there and chat with them about, hey, this was really good. I love the way you did this or that. And I'd love to see you improve upon that. Maybe you can bring up the odd thing that really wasn't done great, but Focus on what's going well and what's going to improve and where they're improving. And remember, not everybody's improving at the same pace. Not everybody's improving in the same area. And that's great. Just point out the positive. And I think they'll go, that'll go a long way. It did for me. Like I say, I literally have kept letters from employees, owners, and managers that talk about 
hey, this is great, and we really appreciate having you here and what you've done. And I've been part of organizations that brought me in and said, what do you think of this and where we're going, and can we do this better or should we do this better? And personally, I just look back at the year and I say, okay, here's the area that I want to work on, here's the thing I want to do. And it stood me well. So let's see where this goes. 2024, we're just getting started. It's actually day two. And we've kicked it off on a positive note. So I want to thank everyone who comes to the podcast and listens. I promise you I'm going to try and make it better. Like I said, I've already invested in some equipment, so hopefully the sound is better. And I want to make the content better. That's my goal. All right. We'll see you next week. Hang in there. Bye-bye.